Is it cool that I said all that? What? Is it chill that you're in my head? Well, what did you say? Because I know that it's delicate. Yeah. What did you say? Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Death by a Thousand Cuts from Lover. Oh, God, so good. So good. So good. One of her best. And today, we are discussing the song Delicate from Reputation. Woohoo! Back to Reputation. Lots of Ds on Reputation. Yes. Delicate is the track five on this album. Track five alert. Track five alert. (laughs) Reputation was released on November 10th, 2017, and this song was co-written by Max Martin and Shellback. Our guys. Classic. Classic Classic Max Martin and Shellback. pop song writers. Delicate has been played live 61 times. 58 were on her Reputation World Tour in 2018, which Gab so happened to see. Yes. And three times acoustically in 2019. Once at the Amazon Prime Day, once at Wango Tango, and once for the Time 100 concert in New York City. Those acoustic performances, which were all during the Lover era, like, (sighs) promotion time, they're just, like, so cool and, like, intimate. And also really interesting because she kind of changed the inflection of some of her words mm. as she was singing it. So mm-hmm. like instead of saying like how it goes in the song, because I like you, it's because mm-hmm. I like you. Oh. It's just like a little Taylor thing. It's a little lover flair to it. Yeah. yeah. And just like how this song kind of is like the precursor to lover mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Reputation. You know, it starts the beginning of this great love. Of this journey. Yeah. I like that, that we love. she sang this song during those promos. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Delicate is the fifth single from Reputation, and it topped the charts at number 12. Nice. It also has an amazing music video, which Mm. was released March 11th, 2018. Oh, it's such a good music video. Love it. Can't wait to talk about it. So, Devin, what do you think about Delicate? This is a fantastic song. Mm -hmm. And it's on Reputation, which we all know I got too late in the game. (laughs) Obviously. Like, I was not ready for it when it came out, Mm -mm. and now I am ready for it and have been ready for it. I... Love the reverb and the echoes in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Just such a cool way to start the song. And it kind of just makes it have this ethereal vibe Mm -hmm. that she likes to use every once in a while that we've talked about before. It just gives it this really cool like introduction to the song. And then when the bass groove just comes in on the verse... Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a like a 180. I think of this bass line as like really good walking music. And, mm-hmm. in, and in the music video, when that comes in, she's walking. And like they're walking on the beat. The song isn't like complicated mm-hmm. at all, lyrically. But the production behind it, all of the intricacies in the actual song and the music of it mm-hmm. really makes it a very fascinating song and very it makes it very pleasing to listen mm-hmm. to. The the song itself is pretty repetitive. Yeah. I mean, uh, she says the same stuff over and over and over again, which 
like we've talked about and like all you had to do is stay i think that that's like part of the anxiety of the situation mm-hmm. too and, like she's questioning isn't it isn't mm-hmm. it yeah and and also that's very poppy like mm-hmm. repetition is super poppy you have to have a good catch you have to have a good hook mm-hmm. so it it does what it needs to do in terms of being a track five i did some like looking up of like what other people define her track fives as and i had always had this definition of it had to be like sad and about a past relationship and a breakup Mm -mm. it is the case with a few of them but the major thing that kept coming up was vulnerability yeah that's what i think i think her track fives are just her most vulnerable songs yeah and they aren't all about her either right they just come from a vulnerable place right yeah so that was, that was interesting for me to to look those up because when I was listening to the song during the research, I was like, this doesn't really sound like a track five to me. And then I thought about it in the way that, you know, the vulnerability way and and the emotional weight of track fives. Yeah. And and then I was like, yeah, OK, never mind. This like totally, totally is a track five. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> so. what it like reveals about her or something she's thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. So this song, I think this week reminded me that I am still relatively new Swifty and especially with this album and especially with this time in her life, I don't know much about it. Mm -hmm. So I think Gossip Gab is going to be very illuminating for me on this episode. Totally. So I just want the listeners to remember that like I'm I'm relatively new to the Swiftydom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just in this year. So it, it's been really fun for me to to learn more about it and get even crazier and hardcore about it. So what about you? What do you think about this song? Yeah, I mean, I love this song. I agree that the production of this song is really good and it's like really great to walk to like you said and so interesting in terms of like how vulnerable and like kind of bare she opens up the song yeah and then like once the beat comes in you're like okay we're grooving she's gonna figure this out she's doing okay and like how it all kind of builds and then i love how you know she gets kind of like flirty in it Mm -hmm. you know with like do the girls back home touch you like i do Mm -hmm. and just seeing her kind of like build like confidence through the song but she's also still questioning herself and it's still the early stages and i feel like she perfectly encapsulates the feelings at the beginning of a relationship when you know you don't want to do or say too much and it's just really is a delicate time and she just found the exact perfect word to describe the early stages in a relationship yeah you know which is like further shows taylor gets it like Mm -hmm. she just does and even though her situation is so unique and specific to her the way she writes the songs anyone in one of those kinds of phases of an early type of relationship or wanting someone to understand you and really know you and like you for who you are like she completely writes that and gets that yeah when the fill drops out on the is it cool that i said all that Mm -hmm. is it chill that it's in my head those moments that she really wants the listener to focus in on the lyric Mm -hmm. they give you that like in you're right it's kind of like she is gaining her confidence through the song but she keeps having to come back to that like she keeps having that thought of like oh god is this okay like is this chill like i'm having these thoughts that's not okay but isn't it isn't it okay the groove's back okay isn't it yeah it's coming back okay okay the sounds really show how you feel as you're entering into a new relationship and Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out and trying to gain your confidence and trust and then kind of pulling back Mm -hmm. and questioning it or like not being sure if you should reveal too much of yourself Mm -hmm. and yeah do you relate to this song 
Sure. Mm -hmm. The thoughts and feelings of this song are wildly relatable. I think that every human being that has ever gone on a date and who has ever dated for like a month Mm -hmm. has had these thoughts. Like, is it cool that I said all that? (laughs) (laughs) I just like spilled some crazy stuff. Is it cool? And, you know, (laughs) constantly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like when I told you that I was gluten-free for the first time, I was like, is it cool that I said all that? Is it chill? <laughs> I mean, that was our second date, and I was like, this could be this could be a deal breaker. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a monster. No, side note, <laughs> uh, my deal breaker was I'm gluten-free. Her deal breaker was that she watched The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, those were the two things that we shared on the second date. Which second date. Which honestly was too soon for me to talk about to The To talk Bachelor. about The Bachelor, yeah, it was. But once you opened up about being gluten-free, which you don't have to open up about, but he was nervous about, I was like, okay, let me share this with you. <laughs> I watched The Bachelor. <laughs> so it's deli- it's a delicate dance. It's a delicate dance, and we accepted it yeah. in each other. Also, like, that date, we, it was like 10 o'clock at night. Like, who are we? Well, we were young. We were young and naive. (laughs) Well, that's because, you know, we wanted to see each other again. And we both had busy lives, busy work schedules. And you got off of work at 10. And I was like, yeah, you're coming down the street because you lived in Astoria, too. So I was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a delicate time. And then, like, of course, this reminds me of the beginning of our relationship Mm -hmm. of texting and, you know, like hey, like, what's going on, you know, like, touch and go and, like, feeling that. And then those moments of, like, of, like, yeah, actually, I've got my groove on. Like, I'm walking down the street with this song, you know? Yeah. It's so cool. And you're you're right. Delicate is the good word for it. But unlike in Coney Island, the point of that relationship, if that's delicate and Mm -hmm. it's been a relationship for a very long time – a relationship at that point hopefully shouldn't be delicate anymore. Yeah, at that point, yeah. But it's interesting that she puts it here at the beginning of a relationship when it's something that is new and it's more like um, a newfound bebe and, <laughs> and it is something delicate and yeah. you have to grow it and, and nurture, nurture it. it and but you don't want that four years down the line. Yeah, well- You want the, it to be strong at that point. <laughs> yeah, and like the thing is too that it says like, this is like, I know that it's delicate and they know it's in this beginning phases. And then in Coney Island, did I close something, my fist around something delicate? Did I shatter you? Yeah. So that's a delicate that could shatter. This is something where it's still so new, it's not able to be shattered yet. Right. Also, I just have to point out, guys, Devin just made a connection to Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> just made a Coney Island reference. So maybe you maybe like that song on a me. little more than you think you do. Or, or maybe I'm just like, you know, figuring out the Swifty verse. Yeah, and the connections making all the Swiftyverse connections. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, Gab. How do you relate to this song? I mean, in very similar ways. I also relate this song in like remembering the early stages of our relationship. It always makes me think of that, and like kind of slowly revealing how I felt, being nervous about it, being like ready to trust you, and figuring out how I felt about that. Mm-hmm. Like it was very much kind of like baby steps and questioning because I had been hurt before and I was like, am I ready to date? Like, let's try it. Let's see. I did feel confident and like knew it was going to be something. But then also I was like, what if I'm too much and this goes too far Mm. or there's something that I say something wrong or, you know, there is still that anxiety at the beginning of a relationship until the person knows you for you. I love the lyrics. Like we kind of have already said it, but is it cool that I said all that? Is it too soon to do this yet? Because I know that it's delicate because I like you. Yeah. And it's Because I like you. Yeah. She feels like she can't say I like you. Well, and it's hard because, you know, 
when you've been burned by someone before, sometimes you're scared to come on too strong, but some people fall fast and they know how they feel. Yeah. You know? And so it's that weird thing of how some people play games and trying to figure out like how not play games and just be honest. And I think that was what was so different about our relationship is that we were just up front. You know, there weren't any games. It was like, hey, I want to see you again. Okay, I want to see you again. You know? Devin even attempted to watch The Bachelor with me sometimes, but he's not a fan. Except and, for Tasia's season. Except for Tasia. And also, I have to say sometimes, I'm not a fan either. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Let's be honest. Delicate was Taylor's eighth music video with longtime collaborator Joseph Kahn. Our guy, Joseph Kahn. Great director. Ugh, so good. The 1989 and Reputation music videos were just chef's kiss. Ugh. <laughs> In this music video, we see Taylor feel kind of uncomfortable or exhausted by crazy press and fans and constantly being looked at and having to be with her security all the time until suddenly she discovers she's invisible. So good. She then proceeds to dance barefoot through the city, knowing that no one is watching her goofy dance moves, and it shows how Taylor can only truly be herself when she's free from the public gaze. Right. At least in this point in her life. In her life. And she felt that way, yeah. Yeah, and that she's figured that out at this point. Yeah. So what do you think of the music video? It's it's so good. Yeah. Joseph Kahn, brilliant man. Mm-hmm. All of his music videos are so cinematic. When we talked about Blank Space and Bad Blood, for those of you who don't remember, he's directed those as well. Yeah. He's directed... Like, some of the best, I'd say, music videos of hers. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, just so, so good. Yeah. I- except for, you know, the Fearless Era, Red Era, when she had her band in all of her music videos. I like that yeah, you as lo- well. You I lo- love it. You love the I love agency. having the band. Yeah. But these are just, like, they're movies. hmm And this music video is so cool because when you listen to this song, I wouldn't think of this music video. Yeah. Like, the fact that it's just her, like, dancing around the whole time kind of goes against the song. But it's also, like, the main through point of this is that, like, my reputation's never been worse, so you must like me for me. Mm-hmm. And the whole song is her being able to, as you said, get away from the paparazzi and just be herself. Mm-hmm. So when that doesn't matter, when the world around her doesn't matter and her reputation doesn't matter... Mm-hmm. That's when she can be herself. Mm-hmm. And that's when she can say all of these things. And and that is the part that this person that she is seeing, mm-hmm. who... Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe! Sees her that mm-hmm. way. So mm-hmm. we're getting a look what Taylor does. And, and I'm, I'm guessing she probably dances around her houses like that all the time. Yeah, for sure. Like, she's a total goofball. Yeah. As we've seen in all of these videos and stuff. And, like, even when she's doing interviews on, like, Jimmy Kimmel or, like, Stephen Colbert or whatever, mm-hmm. she's a goof. Yeah. She's just totally... Especially that, that most recent Colbert interview. <laughs> she's such a wackadoo. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. And she's just so funny with her cats. And, like, that part of her is, I think, what makes us love her so much yeah totally as swifties is that like we see not only this incredible songwriter and this incredible human being but we see someone who's us who's goofy and ridiculous and doesn't take herself seriously yeah and yet her reputation was that she was this crazy like calculating calculating yeah you know, man eater mm-hmm. who none of that was who she was. Mm-hmm. And it's just insane. It's it's crazy. And mm-hmm. I also think that this video may have been her audition for cats. <laughs> 
Why is that? I, I just I just want to put that into the... Because she dances in it? Yeah, I want to put that into the universe. And that this was... She Were was like, any... Andrew Lloyd Webber, hey, I really want to be in Cats. Obviously, I love Cats. But if you need to see me dance, here is my delicate music video. Did you find any of these dance moves similar to Cats dance moves? <laughs> Not at all. No, but it just showed that she could, you know, move a little bit. She had a great split on the car. I don't know if that was her doing that. Exact. Oh. I know she did the part of the split, but I know part of that move, there was some a stunt. Oh, really? I believe so. Uh-oh. Correct me if I'm wrong, Uh-oh. someone. Yes. Well, then, I hope she didn't tell Andrew Lloyd Webber that. Because... <laughs> well, she, I mean, I don't think this is her best dancing music video. I think she dances better in Look What You Made Me Do. Like, that dance break That's is true. so awesome in that That's music true. video. But she has all the backup dancers with her and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's a very short snippet. This is like a whole music video of mm-hmm, her dancing. Mm-hmm goofily but you know i mean i'm just gonna put that into the universe wow you brought up coney island and cats on the same podcast Woo! who am i <laughs> who am i needless to say great music video love great joseph Kahn. Video. yeah love taylor in this she looks freaking great mm-hmm. that dress that she's wearing is so cool so fun so great love fringe and i i just love all of the little you know like tidbit things of like the weird guy like trying to attack her in the lobby and whatever that the security pulls away mm-hmm. and whatever and and just like how like real life must be for her like every day insane you know just yeah. insanity just the fact that like we know where she lives like that's so bizarre yeah. Like, people shouldn't know that about other people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I love this video. For all the reasons you said, but also it's just, like, really fun and heartwarming video. Yeah. Like, it just makes me feel good to watch it. I love Taylor's goofy side. I love that, like, she released a single with a music video that showed that. Yeah. Also, like, I loved Delicate immediately the first time I heard Reputation. Like, Mm -hmm. this was one of my favorite songs on the album and still is. But, like, on first listen, like, I was just obsessed and totally connected to it. And I also wanted the music video to be something super, super vulnerable because I had, like, felt that from this song. Sure, yeah. Ultimately, like, I tend to be pretty literal when I hear songs, mm. and I like when it kind of gets ex- extrapolated out and you see a different view of it, and I think mm-hmm. years removed, this is the perfect music video for this song, and I get it because I now know what Taylor has been through and thought about her public versus private life. Like, I can see the whole journey she's been on now. And at the time, I wasn't there yet. And I was like, this isn't what I would have thought for this music video. Yeah. But now I totally get it. Yeah. And I also love how she kind of gives a, like, a window in of, like, you all think I might be this way and this is what you see, but this is, like, what I'm dealing with and how who I really want to be. I want to be able to break out of this box and just be myself, but I can't be. And just showing, like how stifled she is by her public life and how she has to act a certain way. Like, that's shown so clearly with the security guards walking with her and they're all, like, in a square around her and then she, like, goes backwards and they move with her. Like, no matter what, they're, like, surrounding her. And then just how, like, free she becomes when she's invisible. Yeah. And, like, she's so joyful. The way she's dancing is just, like, full of, like, happiness at her just getting to, like, be free. Yeah. Which is finally, yeah, and it's just like I mean, that's a sad look at what it means to be a superstar, yeah, as well, you know, yeah. And I love, I love that last frame of her in the bar looking for Joe, yeah, 
and seeing him and yeah. that smile that comes and across like, her face. Like, and at that moment, like everybody in the bar knows who she is, but at that point she's gone through like this journey of being able to be herself and everything. And, and she's, she seems okay yeah. at the end. Well, and it's, I think it's when she looks at the, the note from him yeah, when that she becomes invisible. So yeah. it's like kind of the idea that like, I can try and like be myself more for you because of you. Yeah. And yeah. And just that idea too, like the diaper on the east side where you at, like you can meet me in the back. Like just that idea of like, imagine Taylor Swift in the back of a bar, like on the east side, you know, like that seems so out of the possibility. Like on a date. (laughs) Yeah. Like just at a random bar. Like that seems so impossible. I know. Like, and it's a dive bar. Like, you know, (laughs) it just seems like it would never happen. But like, I think that is like how they actually met. So it's just so interesting thinking about the things that celebrities can't do Mm -hmm. that we all take for granted as like normal first date things. Like going out to dinner. Yeah. And like going to a movie. Yeah. And people like, can you imagine being on a first date and someone asking to take a picture with you? Yeah. And you don't even know this person yeah. you're on this date with. Yeah. It's just like such a different world. Yeah. So I just, I think it's cool. Like I love the video and I love how it brings out a different side of this. And it's just so much of Taylor's story. Now we get to the segment of Gossip. While speaking at the iHeartRadio Reputation release party, Taylor had this to say about Delicate. This is a song where the idea of reputation is definitely something that I play on for the entire album, but when the album started off, it's much more bombastic. I don't care what you say about me, I don't care what you say about my reputation, blah. But like, then it hits this point on track five where it's like, what happens when you meet someone who you really want in your life? And then you start worrying about what they've heard before they've met you. Mm -hmm. You start to wonder like, could something fake, like your reputation, affect something real, like someone getting to know you? Mm. You start to wonder how it all matters. This is the first point of vulnerability in the record where you're like, oh, maybe this does actually matter a little bit. And questioning the reality and the perception of a reputation and how much weight it actually has. So this Mm. is called Delicate. God. I mean, you know, Taylor basically said it all there. Yeah. But it's clearly a topic that she has agonized about a lot and thought about for years. As we see, you know, her early relationship fears that, like, she explores from multiple angles in her future songs, like Cornelia Street, Cruel Summer, which we've already covered, The Archer, and Afterglow. Yeah. They all take different sides of this same idea of will who I am or my celebrity affect how you perceive me? With Delicate, it's very much about reputation and, like, you know, the gossip of her. And then as we get into Lover, it's more about who she is and what her life entails and if that will be okay, if he'll be able to handle that. Yeah, all of those songs... You could make like a little a mini playlist mm-hmm. of like of like Taylor's beginnings of her relationship with Joe. Yeah. The songs. Yeah, and it's from all different <laughs> angles journey. and how she felt. And then we also have seen Taylor like examine the pitfalls of having such a public life before this song in songs like The Lucky One and I Know Places. Mm. And talking about how hard it is to have a private life that's actually private. Sure. And then most recently we've seen her explore that in the lakes right it's clear that this is a big theme for taylor and something that she thinks about all the time because how could you not yeah during the reputation tour taylor gave an intro to delicate which is pretty similar to the iHeartRadio intro but has like Mm. a little more detail so this is kind of what she shared and said to the fans live on tour so i'm Mm. going to read that Mm. if there's one thing i can say that everyone in this stadium has in common i can say that we all love the feeling of finding something real you know Finding real friendship or finding real love 
or someone who really gets you or is really honest with you. I think that's what we're really all looking for in life. And I think that the things that can scare us the most in life are the things that we think will threaten the prospect of us finding something real. For example, having a bad reputation. Mm. And our minds could get in the way of finding real friendship, real love, real acceptance, people you feel you really fit in with. Because you think to yourself, what if they heard something about me that isn't true? What if they have these preconceived notions about me that they heard from gossip? And then they never even want to meet me, and then we never even know what could have happened. Mm. And I think that's why all, if not all of us, are afraid of having a bad reputation, because we're so scared of something fake like gossip or a rumor about you or a name you got called getting in the way of finding something real. Mm. So when it comes down to that fear and that anxiety, it's just all really delicate, don't you think? She then proceeded to sing the song with, like, the full production. While she sings, she travels through the air from one stage to the other, which is just really cool. You can see it on the DVD. On the DVD. Yeah, so I think it's interesting, too, how much the idea of something being delicate connects to her reputation and where she was in her life. So it is different as you see her early beginning with Joe progress into lover. Here it's really more about, does he have preconceived notions of me? Yeah. And that's just an interesting thought that a lot of people who aren't in the public eye – don't really deal with in the sure. same way. You know, I can't yeah. say that that aspect of it I truly relate to. I definitely, like, there was gossip or, about me in, like, high school and probably maybe I was called names. Like, but a lot of that at this point, I don't remember. Sure. So whatever those reputations were, they ultimately didn't affect the people who saw me for me. Yeah. You know? But I think it's obviously harder when you're on the level that Taylor oh, sure. is at. And also people love to tear her down, especially during, yeah. you know. 2016. Yeah. A fun tidbit about this song. Mm. On tour for Reputation, an inside joke between Taylor and the fans started on this song. It came from one fan who did it first, and then it, like, caught on, and people all started doing it. So... After the first two verses of the song, when Taylor sings, but you can make me a drink, and then it goes into the beat and into the the bass, before the beat drops, the fans shout, one, two, three, let's go, bitch. (laughs) And it caught on. It continued through most of the Reputation tour to the point where Taylor started counting off the one, two, three. And you can see her do this in the recording of the concert on Netflix. Because the Dallas tour, which they filmed for Netflix, was the last show. And it had caught on, and they do it, and you'll see even in the acoustic performances during the Lover era, the fans all shout it there, and she's laughing, and she knows it's coming. And it's just something that, like, a fan did once, and people laughed and liked it, and so then it really caught on. Wow. And it's like, you know, it's kind of just like a silly thing. It doesn't really mean anything, but it means something in terms of the community that Mm. was formed from it, and the fact that Taylor knows what the community's saying and doing. Totally. And picks up on it, and, like, she's part of her fandom like she's with us she gets it love it so that's just a funny thing that i couldn't not share about the effect on her voice at the beginning of the song which you had talked about she says there's an effect that you may hear on the vocals throughout the album that is recurring and it's a vocorder it's a vocal effect where you sing and the vocorder splits your voice into chords and you can play your voice on a keyboard in chords interesting so if you're singing the notes of a piano you can play your own voice That's what you'll hear in the beginning of this song, and then you'll hear it several times. We tried it in the studio, and I thought it sounded really emotional and really vulnerable and really sad, but beautiful. Interesting. Isn't that cool? 
Yeah. I'd never heard of that before, and I love the effect. I think it's such a cool effect at the beginning of the yeah. song. It's like kind of like grainy almost, or like layered. I can't explain it. Well, yeah, because chords are layers of notes. Yeah, so it's just so. cool, and I like. I, she's right where she says it is emotional the way it sounds. Yeah, it, it's a really cool opening. Yeah, it, it's a very different and interesting. It really catches you. Yeah, and a lot of that kind like, of like this electronic effects type thing is very uh max martin and shellback sure yeah gab what is your favorite line from this song my favorite line from this song is my reputation's never been worse so you must like me for me Mm. it's just really beautiful line and just that idea of someone liking you for who you are truly is i think just the most romantic loving thing Mm -hmm. just feeling understood and seen and then especially here with taylor like my reputation's never been worse like loving her for her despite everything else going yeah. on it just makes it really special yeah. and just feel really like lucky and beautiful kind of love yeah well i mean you know he's not into her for like what the paparazzi and the news says about her yeah and you it's know? like he doesn't care about the clout or right. what it means to be her boyfriend right. it's who she really is it's not yeah. about his fame or anything right. and that must be really hard as a celebrity too sure yeah what about you what's your favorite line I was going to say that one. You can say it, too. No, but I I really like, is it cool that I said all that? Is it chill that you're in my head? Mm, that's great. Very simple lyric, but I have literally thought that so many times in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And when she writes a song like this that you literally feel and understand everything mm-hmm. <laughs> that she's talking about, and with this line specifically, it's just... It, it just resonates and mm-hmm. it's, it's just like so cool and i also just love how she sings it is it cool that i said all that yeah is it chill that you're in my i love that yeah you know she like drops it off it's like oh, it's it's really neat this whole song is just really cool yeah and just like the conversational like self-conversation style of it yeah i like that too yeah. Because, like, I know I talk to myself, or I overthink things. And Seriously. It, that's so relatable. Yeah. And when you don't think I'm in the room and you talk to yourself, it's great. <laughs> well, it doesn't even matter if someone's there or not. I just am sometimes talking to myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just the best way I learn. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> You're the best company. <laughs> you should see me alone in the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cap, on a scale of one to ten promises we can't make. I am going to give Delicate nine promises we can't make. Okay. It is one of my favorite Taylor songs. I think it's a really strong song. I really like all aspects of it, like lyrics, production, Taylor's life connection. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that this song used to be a ten for me, but then she's written such deeper love songs in recent years Mm. that it you know nine is still an amazing amazing rating totally but it just the repetitive nature of this song which is you know what was happening and what she was doing at this time takes just a slight one point away from me with some of the songs she's written sure sure but i still i do i love this song i think it's just like really special and really beautiful Nice. What about you? From one to ten promises we can't make. Mm, I've been thinking about this a lot. Mm -hmm. I really like the song, but I don't know if I can give it a really high rating. Okay. So I think I'm going to have to give it a seven. Okay. And the reason why is that it is good, but I think that there are a lot better songs, like you just said. Mm. Like a lot. Mm. Like, I would say this is probably like top 
50 mm-hmm. for me and and definitely not one of my favorites on the actual album I, there are a lot more mm. that i like on the album mm. so i think i'm gonna give it a seven because i really like it mm-hmm. but it's very repetitive and i i kind of forget about it sometimes mm. you know mm-hmm. yeah seven okay keep listening along with us you can check us out on instagram at tata z podcast and give us all your thoughts how many promises we can't make would you give this song? How many? Do you agree more with me or with Devin? Do you? <laughs> Do you relate to Delicate? Do you? Do you stand this song? Let us know everything. We want to hear all of it. Also, be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. As well as if you get a moment, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We were trending there this week. We want to do it again. So please, if you can do that, we would love it. Would love it. Next episode, we'll be covering, ooh, don't blame me for reputation. Another rap song. Another rap song. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.